you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, it is championship week. If you won your league, congrats. If not, well, we'll recap the players that you wish it had, the guys who put up boatloads of points in week 16. And for many leagues, the fantasy title all comes down to Monday night. Broncos, Bengals, and we're breaking it all down. Plus, if your league doesn't crown its champ until week 17, two pieces of advice. One, here are favorite week 17 matchups. And two, quit that league, man. That's a horrible setup. NFL Fantasy Live starts now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose, the official fantasy football show of the National Football League. I'm James Coe, alongside this box and fantasy Hall of Famer Michael Fabiano. How, How you are doing you today, pal? Uh, what's, what's in the, the box? box? <laughs> what's in the box? Uh, uh, we will get to that in ah, just a moment. That's, okay. that's called a tease in our business. Yeah. An extremely tough break for fantasy owners, though, uh, rolling with Andrew Luck in their championship games this week. He's brought you this far, but the Colts signal caller... Well, they pulled a little bit of a dis- disappearing act yesterday and was pulled in the third quarter of the team's blowout loss to your Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> Luck finished with just 0.36 fantasy points, a killer blow in championship week. Family. Yeah, Molly Karam will uh, likely talk about this because she started Andrew Luck in a league and I don't think she did so well, but you know what? Andrew Luck got you there. Yeah, sure uh, did. And this was just a bad performance by every member of the Indianapolis Colts. Did they have any players in double-digit fantasy points in this game? I think not, my friend. I think their leading scorer was Hakeem Nicks. That's how bad it was from a fantasy perspective for the Indianapolis Colts. Everyone, Adam Vinatieri, yeah. T.Y. Hilton was not playing. Right. A lot of people went with Dante Moncrief. Yes, he yourself did included. Yeah, we don't want to talk what about that. What did he get, 0.5 points? It was... <laughs> Ugly. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and yet, and it's crazy. I think Dante Moncrief still had more points than Andrew Luck. How is that possible? He did. I don't he did. Understand. Matt Hasselbeck did, too. Very good point. I think Tim Sorgi and Curtis Painter did as well. All right. <laughs> today on the show, you might notice a little Christmas gift here on our set. Uh, we're going to play a little game we like to call What's in the Box? What's in the Box? Tweet us your guesses and stay tuned to find out what is in the box. In the box. 
All right, we're going to get to that and more from the weekend. That was in just a moment. But for now, we'll focus on the final Monday night game of the year, the Denver Broncos visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. Thank you, James. Lots of fantasy owners will be watching this one very closely. Peyton and company wrapping up championship week in Cincinnati. All eyes on Manning this week, who has been playing through a thigh injury. Really hasn't looked like himself the past couple weeks. Adam, what can we expect from him tonight from a fantasy I think he's, perspective? I think this is the best he's ever looked. This is the perfect <laughs> way you want to see Peyton Manning. Just handing the ball off a ton. And that's probably their best chance of winning. But for fantasy owners, you're going to be a little bit... Uh, you want him to score some more points, but you want him to throw the rock a little bit. And thankfully, it's a Monday night game where he likes to go out and shine in these opportunities, you know, when he gets the opportunity to go out underneath the bright lights. And the last couple of weeks, as I said, he's handed off the ball a lot. This week is his overcorrection. This is the week he's going to be down there on the five-yard line. And instead of handing it off to C.J. Anderson, He's going to be looking for JT, DT, everybody e. passing the ball. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> He's going to pass. So I would feel pretty good. If you need 20 points from Manning, feel good. If you've got 25, like, hey, 30, doable, whatever. I think this is going to be a big night for him. All right. Well, we all know to start Demarius Thomas. Emmanuel Sanders, not 100% either, dealing with the flu. But we should expect him to be playing today. What kind of numbers do you uh, think? Where there's an app for that, believe it or not. And yes, any trainer, they'll say, give him the Z-Pack. He'll be fine. Three pills, three days. He's good. He'll, he'll fight through the flu. But I think because of what Adam said, look, Peyton Manning's going to be back on the upswing. It's probably not more of a correction as much as it is him coming out of rehab. He needed to rest his arm so they can push through now through the final game of the season and through the playoffs. So that's why they ran the ball heavy, and we see that affected Emmanuel Sanders' production. Zero touchdowns in the last four games. That correlates with the amount of times that they've started to go to a more run-heavy offense. This is a passing team, no doubt about it. Emmanuel Sanders of old, what we saw in the first six games, he's coming back this Monday night. Oh, it yeah. is a passing team, and Julius Thomas hoodwinked us a couple times. Whether to start him or not, he is playing. What do we? Uh, how do we like him? It's disappointing for the last couple of weeks he hasn't gone out and put up huge numbers or any numbers at all, but the one good thing that he's got working for him is that they have that threat of a run game, and that's really what you want in this instance. When you get near that five-yard line and inside the, the red zone there, you want to have a run game that a team has to respect, has to play. And so anytime you're doing play fakes or anything like that, it will freeze a linebacker or a safety, and it will allow somebody like JT to get open. You can look at the stats and say, hey, the Bengals are very tough traditionally on tight ends, but there's not a lot of times where you go up against a team like the Broncos that has so many different weapons that I just throw those stats out the window. Championships are on the line. Will these numbers be enough, Adam and Akbar? Well, you know, for a certain uh, fantasy expert here, uh, Michael Fabiano, he needs a lot of points from Peyton Manning, and this is impressive, and I love the, the background music, by the way, here. 20 points, Michael Fabiano, you become the fantasy champion mm, for yeah. the expert league. He's got it. We, yeah. can't we can't crown him just yet, though. Well, well I'm just saying, oh, if you get happening. that out of a Peyton Manning, that's going to happen. How many I mean, does so, he need? 20? Uh, he needs 17 it. fantasy points. Ah, okay, 17 half. fabs. We're rooting for you. On the other side of things, let's look at the Bengals. And Jeremy Hill, Akbar, clearly the number one guy there in that backfield. Yeah, 202 touches, the most on the team this year. An impressive uh, rookie season for Jeremy Hill. And a lot of people expected this, and there were some haters out there. So he had to do this Taylor Swift and shake him off because no one thought that they were going to he's going to be able to supplant a guy like Giovanni Bernard so impressive in the first part of the season and then we remember what he did last year we saw the hope and the potential there but this kid is a bruiser he's also a guy that has that athleticism to get to the edge now 
he's going up against the Denver Broncos. And I'm not too high on him going up against the Denver Broncos that's giving up 71, a little over 71 yards per game. This defense and this front seven, they're stout and they are for real. I'm not seeing it or feeling it for Jeremy Hill this game. Supplant, you must have went to San Diego State. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Not the big words. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about uh, Gio Bernard here, Adam? Yeah, he just hasn't been able to uh, perform like he did last season when he was a pretty much a standout rookie. And now he's got, again, a tough matchup here against the Broncos, who, as Akbar said, are very tough against the run. And it's tough. You know, Gio is somebody coming into the season because of his size. He doesn't have that frame that allows him to be a bruising running back week in and week out. And if this is a cold-weather game and the Bengals want to shorten it up, Jeremy Hill is the guy they're leaning on. Gio is more of a change of pace back, which is probably the best role suited for him. So I don't expect a lot of fantasy points. Unless, I mean, if you're starting Gio, then yes. Whatever point total you think you need, you'll get it. Because well, you're pot committed at this point. Yeah, sure, like, sure. What are you going to do? How about A.J. Green, one of the best receivers in the league? You own him, but what about from a fantasy perspective here? Well, from a fantasy perspective, I think he's going to have a good game because, look, the one thing that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to have to do is they're going to have to move the chain. All right. If they're going to have to go out there and they extend drives, they're going, to not, they're going to have a hard time doing it on the ground. So they're going to have to go with the aerial attack with Ariel Jeremiah. Uh, and so I look at A.J. Green and think that this, is, this could be his game. This is going to be a game where he's going to have some solid points. I say you trust him going against the Denver Broncos. Again, a very tough defense, but he'll bring it. Let's see how much you trust him here, Akbar. Akbar, 17 17 points. points. Yeah, I mean, it, oh, yeah. you look at the game I'd plan, call it's that simple. trust. Yeah, you, you look at the game plan, it's going to be simple. Look, they're going to struggle on the ground game, and that's why I'm, you know, I'm not I, giving too I, many points to Jer uh, Bernard. I do think that Jeremy Hill can find some running room, but I do have him slotted for 53 yards and a touchdown. Right? 53 yards and a touchdown. 53 yards and a touchdown. He that's 11.3. He might be able to good. get a little more than that, though. That's good. Okay, he could. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. All right, gentlemen. All right, I'm in. We'll see, up. We'll see tonight when we watch Monday Night Football. All right, remember, you can check us out again tonight after that game, 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. See if these guys are right. As we break down all the highlights from the Broncos. Don't look at me. I know you're looking at me. Broncos and Bengals from a fantasy perspective. For now, we send it back to James yeah. and Fabs. I was getting side-eyed. What's I in that it. box? Time for your latest fantasy headlines as we wrap up week 16. Wrap up, get it? I Christmas got it. Around the corner? Yeah, no? that was yeah. a good one. Okay. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Browns quarterback Johnny Manziel left Sunday's game in Carolina with a hamstring injury. Manziel said the team decided he could play on through the injury if needed, but that Hoyer was playing well enough to keep him out. Encouraging news if you're a fan of Johnny football, I guess. Uh, well, if you're playing in a championship in Week 17 and you're starting a Browns quarterback, number one, how the heck did you get there? Right. Number two, <laughs> stop it. Stop it because, remember, Brian Hoyer is also banged up as well. So, yeah. who knows who's going to be the quarterback. Maybe they bring back Brian Sight. Remember it, it's, him? It's almost as if no-skill players uh, for Cleveland are, are fantasy relevant right now. Right. All right, another injury for fantasy fans to keep tabs on this week. Falcons running back Steven Jackson left Sunday's game with a quad injury. ESPN reports Jackson's injury is not believed to be serious, and he could return for Week 17. Fabs, if your league has his championship in Week 17 and Jackson is cleared, is he at least a flex option? Yeah, I'd say he's a flex. Uh, he has been the featured back there before he got injured. Then Devontae Freeman had such a good game. Well, that's what I'm saying. Absence, Devontae Freeman looks so explosive. This uh, is for all the marbles. I think they're sticking with their veteran as long as he's healthy. But you still want to pick up Freeman just in case. Yes, Handcuff. All right, there you go. Coming up, we're breaking down all of the decisive performances from this Week 16 Championship Week. Which players' disappointing outputs cost managers a title? 
and which of Week 16's top performers surprised us most. We're rolling out the red carpet for our fantasy postseason MVPs. One NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose rolls on. What's in the Strike Romo to the end zone and is pulled down for the touchdown. Battle with time. Now he throws. Wallace makes the catch. A spectacular catch. The Dolphins touchdown. What a run by Chuck Bell. He's going to get hit to the end zone. Touchdown, Panthers. Roethlisberger brings it down. Now throws. Touchdown. Brady throws end zone. Rokowski. Low snap. Has blocked. Goes through the back of the end zone. He knocks it through. Chargers win to the pylon. Sack. Those catches were sick, but that music just made it that much more fun. Welcome back into NFL Fantasy Live. He's Adam Reich, Akbar Bajbiamila, Michael Fabiano, Molly Karam here with you on the final day of Week 16. I can't wow, believe it. It's here. Right? Congratulations yeah. to all the owners who wrapped up a win so far. And if you're walking away with the hardware, here are the players you probably have to thank. Andrew Luck is not on this list. Russell Wilson having <laughs> himself amazing. a day. Same with Ryan Tannehill and and they're not even in the playoffs there. Colin Kaepernick redeeming himself and Tony Romo just playing his best football of his career right now. But let's focus in now, Akbar, on Russell Wilson. He had the most passing yards he's had all season, and he put Seattle in the driver's seat for the NFC West. Well, this is impressive uh, for Russell Wilson. Talk about Russell Wilson, and we talked about how many times he's thrown the ball under 200 yards, how many times he's thrown the ball for just in the 200s. But for him to put out there, go out there and put up a 300-yard performance like he did against a very good defense was impressive. And Russell Wilson can play like this every single game Mm -hmm. next year. I mean, there's a true true talk that he should be the first-round quarterback as he is. I mean, just outstanding, and then obviously showing his ability to run the ball as well. Great performance by Russell Wilson. He should be the reason why you won your championship game. Yeah, picking up a rushing TD as well. Fabs, after an ugly three-game stretch, Ryan Tannehill had himself a day, and this was such a fun game to watch if you saw this uh, Miami-Minnesota game. It was, and but it wasn't fun if you benched Ryan Tannehill because yes. he hadn't done well over the last couple of weeks, and he had really great matchups that he couldn't exploit. And on paper, the Vikings had been pretty good against quarterbacks. They were really bad against running backs, so if you started Lamar Miller, you were very happy, but... 396 yards, four touchdowns, almost 30 fantasy points, and a lot of those points went to waste because, again, people had lost faith Mm -hmm. in Tannehill. Yep, makes sense. And people also lost faith in Colin Kaepernick, Adam. But he's still a good fantasy quarterback if he continues to run the ball. Well, for good reason we lost faith in him because he just hadn't delivered so much uh, over the last couple of weeks. But this particular matchup had to be excruciating for anybody who saw their season be eliminated, who lost out because they had been starting Kaepernick. And we didn't see enough of this over the course of the season. This is why you made Colin Kaepernick your top quarterback was because his ability to run the ball. But for whatever reason, the 49ers really got away from it this season. I, I don't know why. It's not like he's built like RG3. This guy is built like a running back. He is one of the most well-put-together quarterbacks, probably the most well-put-together quarterback in the game. They should use that part of it, and that's the most frustrating thing. So hopefully the next coach in San Francisco certainly does that. Well, I'll tell you one person that everyone's excited about is Odell Beckham. Yeah, ODB. Yeah, I mean, you look at his performance, you know, when Victor Cruz – 
went out, he steps mm -hmm. in, and he becomes the man, and he took over. In fact, he owned that number one wide receiver position. I'm making the case right now that Odell Beckham Jr., I mean, should be a first-rounder. Mm -hmm. And I said it, and I know most people are thinking, like, what? And I know he probably won't. This is mostly me speaking out of emotion, but I'm just so proud of the young kid. You know, seeing this kid come from LSU to what he's doing now, just impressive. I mean, he continues to go by coverages. I mean, he just blows right by some of the best defensive backs. He really looks is, unstoppable. He is the – he is – I don't even know. I'm, I'm literally getting choked up here yeah, don't because get I really do believe that this guy will, will, will surpass the likes of a lot of these young wide receivers. I think when you look at that young receiver uh, class, he's the top, no doubt about it. You know who should get you choked up? Philip Rivers, Phillip Adam. Rivers. How about that comeback? And then we hear he had bulging discs that he played with. Yeah, he's been battling time. injuries all season, and it's really hurt his production. And, and also, they've lost their center. They've lost about five centers mm -hmm. so far this season, it <laughs> seems like. But Philip Rivers still comes out, and he has games like this. We talked about it on Friday, Akbar. We, we like this match. It took us a while to get there, but we did like this because there's a, a lot going on in San Francisco. There's a lot of turmoil, and I should clarify what I was saying earlier. I'm, I'm just I'm speculating that Harbaugh could be out. He's got one more year left on his contract, but there is speculation that he could be moving on. So there's a lot of turmoil going on that uh, with that team, and they put out a pretty good effort. Rivers was still able to come out and do pretty well. He looked like a team and a quarterback playing for a playoff spot at that point. The 49ers looked like they were kind of trudging through it. Without his leading receiver and second leading rusher, really Ooh. impressive. Fabs, I know you love this. Congrats. I but love how it. How about them Cowboys, division champs, and Tony Romo playing his best football? I just want to soak this in. Soak it in. Enjoy. Just how watch the video. I love Jason watching Garrett. this video because Tony Romo, as you said, is playing the best football of his career. Mm -hmm. He is an MVP candidate. And if you're talking about fantasy football, he is the MVP. He is. Every single week he scored over 20 fantasy points. He's had 20 plus fantasy points in five of his last six games. Tony Romo likely is the reason you won a championship now. Hopefully, he can do that for my Dallas Cowboys. But and in that's fantasy, the whole back there wasn't too. a better quarterback. Not Aaron Rodgers, not Andrew Luck, not Peyton Manning. None of them were better than Tony yep. Romo. Enjoy it. Your moment's over now. Let's check out the rest <laughs> of the weekend's top performers here. Hey, I let you relish in it. Thank Frank you. Frank Gore, who was on my bench. I can't believe that. A lot of Guys, bench. so was Matt Ryan. He looked so good, too. Frank Gore looked to, uh, Arrington there. In our championship, Matt Asiata, we're going to get into him. Antonio Gates having a nice day. We have won in that NFL AM We're 0-3. Yeah. And uh, let's, let's focus in here, though. Enough about me. Matt Asiata <laughs> rushed 16 times for 58 yards. Not so great, but two TDs. So it's basically he's entirely dependent on touchdowns. Right, but he scores a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, so that's and good. From he's a fantasy like a perspective, if the Vikings Not never yards. went to Jarek McKinnon, Matt Asiata would have been a top 20 running back this year based on fantasy points, but they decided to go with McKinnon. Mm -hmm. That didn't work out very well. Asieta comes back in, becomes the featured guy, even with Ben Tate on that roster, and the man just scores touchdowns. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens with this Vikings backfield in 2015. In that same game, Akbar, if you watch the first half, Lamar Miller was pretty much Miami's entire offense. Well, he should have been. I mean, remember how high we were on Lamar Miller. This is yeah. the image, and this is the visual that everyone will see going into 2015. I was a year early, Akbar. Well, and remember yeah, 2015. Don't remember 2013. Remember 2014, and remember this game against the Minnesota Vikings because he put everything on full display. We saw him in the passing game. He had 58 yards. We saw him on the run. 
you give Lamar Miller the ball, yeah, he's going to give you 154, uh, 150 yards with 24 carries. Lamar Miller, just a sensational uh, run. And if you had him, I mean, I know you must have just been, I mean, outside of your mind. You was just going crazy knowing that Lamar Miller put up big numbers like 21 points. You know who else has been lighting it up? Jonathan Stewart. And is it fair uh, to say he is a good bet at this point regardless of D'Angelo Williams' status? Well, I, it's a good tough bet for production. Is, I mean, when it's him, when it's him by himself, mm-hmm. he is without few peers. He is really somebody who can really do so many things well on the football field. Hits a hole well. See the way he extended the run right there. There's a lot of. It's like when the Daily Show went from Craig Kilborn to John Stewart. Mm-hmm. It got sure that much better. About. You don't know? Mm-hmm. You should watch. Akbar, it would it would help I you. Know, out. I know. I uh, okay. Thank you. I, uh, I I like him though. He's been really great, as you see right there. He's gotten the majority of the carries over the last three weeks, and when he gets that opportunity, he's really. A a fantastic talent. The problem is he just can't stay healthy for mm-hmm. the entire course of the season. But this week he's got to go all in because they've got a lot to play for. That NFC South. Oh, and is they're on the playing line. Atlanta. So if you keep playing mm-hmm. in uh, your fantasy league this week, start them. Nice matchup. All right, good stuff, guys. Thank you. Still to come, it's never too early to start planning for next season. What rule changes would our experts make for their 2015 fantasy league? We're putting on our commissioner hats next. Plus, what on earth is in that red box? Your guess is as good as mine. A holiday surprise is coming up when NFL Fantasy Live returns. What do you guys think Might it be, is? It's well, all the Jordy Nelson you get a car. Raw eggs. A bunch of car keys. I would. Friday on NFL Fantasy Live, we're revealing our end of the season fantasy awards. Who's going to win Rookie of the Year? Who was the best draft bargain? And who was this year's biggest bust? You can help pick the winners. Vote now at NFL.com slash fantasy awards. All right, you saw Doug Martin and Zach Stacy there, two of 2014's biggest disappointments. But Adam, yes, sir. the sting of those two guys, nothing compared to the searing pain of having one of Week 16's biggest letdowns basically cost you a championship. We heard about Andrew Luck not even getting you one point. How about Greg Olson here? Two points. That's a pretty solid fantasy squad right there. (laughs) That sure is. If that was your team, you'd be like, I'm winning this thing. How does Matt Stafford put up less than six? It makes no sense. I don't understand. Because the Bears are awesome. And then Jeremy Macklin with six points there. He was definitely a disappointment as well. I thought he was going to have a huge day as well. Andre Johnson there. But how about... Tom Brady. Right. Well, this actually was good news for anybody. I don't know if this would pertain to anybody in particular, but let's say you had Tom Brady Uh, and you dropped him in like week four. Like you would see this performance in the playoffs and be like, you know what, I feel bad that I didn't didn't hold on to him for the course of the season. (laughs) But you know what? The most impressive thing I, I took from this game was that Rex Ryan's team came out and played so hard they one did. last time that I I feel good if, if Rex Ryan does go on, if he if something happens, if he is relieved of his duties this season mm-hmm. and ends up either in another coaching job or something like that, I would feel good about that because his players are still playing hard for him. And you know, Bill Belichick wanted to go out and send a message. Send a message to Rex just in case. You know, and yeah. move on. But that was a, a very impressive performance by the Jets. Not so much by Tom Brady. And not so much here by Drew Brees. I would hate, you know, you hear a lot of people talk about uh, setting up your team for the playoffs and everything, and you looked at Drew Brees, and you liked the matchup going up at home against the Falcons, but you know Love that matchup. Over the course of the season, Drew Brees has had so many great matchups at home and has failed to deliver. It's like the Bizarro Saints season. You know what? And I was sitting there when I was writing Like Dislike this week. I actually mentioned, I said, so many times, 
He has great matchups at home. Doesn't come through. But even then, yeah. even then, you thought, you know what? The playoffs looming. A, a quarterback who has won a Super Bowl title before. That's right. He's going to come through. And he loves playing the Falcons as well. Matt Money Smith oh, was crushing. telling us all kinds of stats, basically telling us Drew Brees was in line to have a monster performance. It did not Very happen. True. You know, Justin Forsett, we've been kind of, uh, you know, giving his praises, singing his praises all season. And when it's come down to it, though, he hasn't performed. I'm, I'm uh, torn on this one because Justin Forsett was somebody who I was able to pick up on the waiver wire and carried me pretty far in my league of record and yet he let me down at the end and so now I'm kind of at a crossroads where you know what I'm kind of I'm upset with him I really it's it's fine to get to the playoffs but you know what the whole in in my household it's yeah. all about the championships. It's right. not good. We don't we don't hang banners <laughs> for playoff appearances. We only hang. You're the Lakers. You're not the Clippers. Absolutely. So go. it's got to be championship or nothing. So you know what? I'm officially upset with Forsett and any Cal alumnus in my business. Oh, sorry. Whoa, 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 sorry. whoa. whoa. Sorry. Uh, how about Jamal Charles though? Uh, again, uh, the Steelers have been struggling defensively. You thought, okay, Jamal Charles, he's going to have a pretty nice afternoon. You know what? Alex Smith, Jamal Charles, both of these guys what were happened? major disappointments in this game, and it's tough. You know, if you think about your fantasy draft back in August, yes. the top four running backs who came off the board, think of those guys. The only one who really played well LaShawn on Sunday, McCoy. he was good, but he had been so bad for a long That's stretch of the season. Point. Matt Forte was doing pretty good, but he had good a couple point. of clunkers getting yep. up to this week's playoff game. So it's tough. So I, next, I'm not drafting anybody ever. You're not and drafting I, and anybody. I'm not, and, I'm, and I'm not picking up anybody off the waiver wire because they all disappoint You hate me. everyone. Everybody disappoints right. me. Uh, well, what do you know? Adam Rank hates everyone. How weird. How dare you? <laughs> Dislike is what I'm uh, going Now about. it's time for a 2015 edition of Groom Your Lineup, presented by Head & Shoulders. Molly? He loves me, just saying. <laughs> All right, thank you, James. Each week we comb through NFL.com's Fantasy Genius Tool to answer questions asked by our viewers to help groom their lineups. This week we are looking at some keeper question marks for the 2015 season. Fabs, this first one here, who should I keep, Giovanni Bernard or Isaiah Crowell? Well, right now I'm saying Gio. He's, he's a better running back. He is a more versatile running back. And I honestly don't know what's going to happen with the Cleveland Browns backfield. In Cincinnati, we know it's going to be Jeremy Hill and Gio. And people forget that earlier in the season, Giovanni Bernard was well, putting guy. up yeah. some was, fantasy points. Man. And then Jeremy Hill came in after Gio got hurt, and things sort of went sideways for Gio. But Crowell hasn't been that great lately either. And there could be a committee in Cleveland as well because of that. I like the more versatile player. I'm going with Gio Bernard. As a flex play, where would you take him? What round? I think he's probably going to end up going somewhere in the fifth or sixth round next year, but we've got a long time between then and now. Yes, we do, and a lot can change. Akbar, who should I keep, Kelvin Benjamin or Brandon Marshall? I'm going to go Kelvin Benjamin. Mm -hmm. You you look at what he's done so far this year, 990 yards, nine touchdowns, Mm -hmm. 99999. I don't know what that means in a card game or anything else, but to me, that sounds like good luck. <laughs> yeah. All right? When you get all those nines lined up there, he's going to be a 1,000-yard receiver this year, no doubt about it, uh, when you look at his production and what he's done. But then you also look at the upside as well. This is his first year in mm-hmm. the NFL. I mean, he's going to be growing with Cam Newton, yep. whereas when you look at Brandon Marshall, it's very unsure what's going to happen. Will they have the same offense? Will they have the same coach? What's going on? There's a lot of question marks there in Chicago. So I'm going to go with Kelvin Benjamin. I love his size. I love his speed. And I think he can give you a lot more for a lot longer. Yeah, at this point, seems to be more upside. No question. Fabs, this one is for you. Would you go with Peyton Manning, the typical pocket passer, or Russell Wilson? Well, getting your points with his legs. This really all depends because keeper leagues have so many different rules and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So if you're in a league where you can only keep a guy for a year or two, I'm going with Peyton Manning here. If it's more long-term or if it's dynasty, the answer is clearly Russell Wilson. But 
I still think Peyton Manning has a couple of good years left in him, and he's got more skins on the wall than Russell Wilson does. And again, this is only if you're in a keeper league where it's short term. There's so many different rules in keeper leagues. There's players who are under contract, and you have to give them back. You lose a round uh, of the player you keep. So in that case, uh, I wouldn't give up a first-round pick for Peyton Manning. I'd, I'd rather keep Russell Wilson for what's probably an eighth or ninth round or something like that. But I don't think Peyton Manning's fantasy season's uh, greatness is dead just yet. I still think he has a couple good seasons left in him. All right, let's move to the running back position now, Akbar. Who would you rather have, Joyke Bell or Mark Ingram? This will shock you, but I'm going to go with Mark Ingram. And Even I actually, after Joyke, did you see it, Ron? I, I saw Joyke Bell's Ridiculous. performance, but I also have a certain watch. belief in Mark Ingram. And this is going to be really interesting. We've seen what he's done so far this year. 907 yards this season, eight mm-hmm. touchdowns. I'm very impressed with and what I've seen. Time. And he's missed a lot yes. of times. And then also right. we've seen him go through the carousel of different running backs as well. So he's done all of that and still thrived. Imagine a situation or scenario scenario where, of course, he's coming up at the end of his contract now, so he'll be a free agent. If he gets in a situation like, remember Mark Turner, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Michael Turner mm-hmm. when he was behind LaDainian Thompson, yep. went to a new team, became the man. That very well could happen with Mark Ingram where he could just go out to another place and become, become that man. Yeah, both good options, but yeah. Mark Ingram getting the edge there. Thank you, guys. That's some good keeper advice there. More to come throughout the week right here on NFL Fantasy Live. That was Groom Your Lineup presented by Head & Shoulders. Coming up, the final edition of That Helps No One. And boy, is it a good one. Warm up those vocal cords. And if your championship game doesn't kick off until next week, you're still in luck. We've got some good matchups to take advantage of, even if your starters sit on the bench on Sunday. That's next. Coming up. If you could muster up 1.21 gigawatts of power, fire up the fantasy DeLorean, what would you go back and change about your fantasy season? Our experts are going to share their biggest regrets coming up. Plus, strike up the band because, well, not only do these touchdowns help no one in fantasy, some of the names are the absolute best in the business. Plus, like a present under the Christmas tree, we all want to know, what's in the box? Here's a hint. It's an end-of-the-season fantasy challenge for one of us. And will whoever gets the box actually go through with said challenge? What's in the box? What is in the box? Is coming up as that's, well. That's what we're <laughs> debating. All right, let's look ahead to next year. If you are the commissioner of your respective leagues, what's one rule you'd change from standard scoring leagues for next season, guys? Well, one of the things that I hear the most complaints about during the postseason is that it's too much luck. Yeah. And there's a lot of luck involved. Unfortunately, it wasn't Not enough Andrew, Andrew luck. Right, exactly, right. because he was lousy <laughs> yeah. yesterday. But go ahead and shorten your regular season to 12 weeks Ooh. and then only have four teams make the playoffs and then you have two-week playoffs. So mm. the semifinals will be in 13 and 14. The finals are in 15 and 16. And that should eliminate at least some of the luck that's involved in the fantasy playoffs. Right, it's, a good, it's a good idea, but if you truly want to do that, then just get rid of head-to-head, go total points, and then there it goes. Get the, out. Whoa, the, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, fun, hey. But the fun I know of, you're the fantasy maverick and everything, but, but come the fun, on. Yeah, no, no, I like it. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, but <laughs> yeah. the fun of it is that at the end of the season, you know, somebody gets lucky every once in a while. That's a very good and point. Have, like regular football. Rank, we'll stick with you. What, what would you change if you're Here's my thing. Right. It, this is the deal. I don't like when, like, you know, you have Darren Sproles, and he fumbles on a punt, and you lose those points. Right. And yet, when he scores a touchdown... You don't get the points. You don't get... So, figure it out, one way or the other. I, personally, would just rather not... Ha- I, it's, listen, I got it, my tie, my... I get it, Doc. I would like to say, though, that I 
just make a decision. Either you're counting the special teams uh -huh. points or you're not. Eliminate that he fumbled on a punt and you lose those points because it just doesn't make sense. Just make it consistent. Either way you want to go. If you want to score the touchdowns, the I score. would say, yeah. For I, the player and not the defense special teams. Make a decision there because it's, it's half. It's too much one way. It's too negative. Ah. I want more positivity. No, you don't. Nah, probably not. Ah, okay. That doesn't uh, sound I, like me. <laughs> that doesn't sound like you always like that. I know, yeah. yeah if you're all positive, <laughs> that would make no sense at all. Akbar, how about yourself? Uh, well, look, I, I would, uh, uh, well, uh, let me be clear. <laughs> Okay. Are you I would dealing an Obama impersonation? I would exercise the ability to eradicate standard uh, leagues and go with PPRs. Uh, I, 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 for like one, that. have lost too many games this year when uh, – where's Sasha and Malia? Uh, well, they're not here, but look, this no, is, seriously, this is changing. I, I lost, you can believe I lost I way too Betty. many. I lost way too many games uh, this year without having those extra catches. I went back and looked. I probably would have won six or seven more games this year. Six or seven it, more if if we were in a PPR. So, so I want to get rid. Of, I, I want to get rid of standard. Okay, so yeah, this I want to get rid of standard. Akbar's point. Right. I want my players to score more. Right. Exactly. Here's the rule change. Touchdowns for my team. So let's get rid of standard and let's just go all PPR. I will actually. I piggyback it. on that. I, I love PPR leagues, but I like PPR leagues where the Hipsters. quarterback <laughs> stop it, Jim, where the Hipster quarterback Hipster. actually scores six points for a passing touchdown. It, in PPR leagues where passing touchdowns are four, it's just too heavily weighted against quarterbacks. And I know people say, well, that means some got some quarterbacks will take over a game. Yeah. Well, listen, yeah, that's, that's real, real life, man. That's the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> about that. So yeah, so I would uh, I would definitely advocate uh, passing touchdowns being six. I think it's just more reflective of how the game is being played. There's a lot more emphasis on the quarterback, and our fantasy game should also reflect that as well. Well, I would actually then get rid of the extra running back. Just go one run, because there's so many running back by committees, and instead of having two running backs, sub it an extra flex guy. Oh, two flexes, one running back? Yeah. See, now we're just getting let's out of control. Now, now we're just getting, getting out of control. Don't give right, us this much power. Uh, still to come, we're asking for a mulligan or three. Three of our experts will reveal what they wish they could have done differently this year when NFL Fantasy Live rolls on. If you think your fantasy season is over, think again. It's not. Now you can continue your fantasy season throughout the NFL playoffs and have a chance to win the trip of a lifetime to Super Bowl 50. It's called NFL Playoff Challenge. Sign up today at NFL.com slash playoff challenge. My season's been over for days. Hey, maybe days. you can win a trip yeah. of a lifetime. Yeah, I want that trip. I'll buy you dinner in Arizona. Oh, thanks, Sometimes even the experts get fooled during the course of a long season. Not these guys, though. So if you could change one thing about yeah. your fantasy season, what would it be, Mr. Fabiano? You might laugh at this because of what he did yesterday or what he didn't do, but I would have right. drafted Andrew Luck. This is a guy who had a fourth-round ADP. And he's the top I scoring would, player. I lost in fantasy in the NFL and fantasy life championship because of Andrew Luck. I understand that, but points. you probably oh. got to the championship because of Andrew Luck. He's Good been point. great. And next year, I mean, he's a first round pick, and I yeah. don't think there's any question about it. Mm, I'm still a little bitter about that one. Yeah, Matt sounds, Ryan sounds like on it. my bench racking up the points. Oh. But this isn't about me. Akbar, what would it's you not? change? Well, you know, I, I, this year I, I implemented a new strategy drafting uh, wide receivers back-to-back -back rounds, first and second. I went with uh, Calvin Johnson, A.J. Green. That I would have made it a well, right? No, it didn't. Oh, it didn't. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't make it to the playoffs. didn't even see the playoffs. I don't even think I saw three victories. Okay, so uh, that's how bad it was. I, you know, I would probably have gone back and went for a running back. I had Frank Gore as my running back, and he was, what, ranked, finished like 16th. 
not very good. I mean, you look at A.J. Green, Calvin Johnson, respectively. Injuries, injuries, injuries. Injuries, injuries, and then 17th and 20, 21. I, it just didn't work for me. So I, I would have done that different. I would have went for a running back. I needed a premier running back, which I ended up trading for later on in the season to get Justin Forsett, who was the eighth-ranked running back, but that was too late. Hey. I mean, you get those two beasts, you figure. You're all right. Yeah, I thought so. But uh, uh, yeah. hindsight's 2020. Yeah, we live and we learn. What did you learn? In uh, 2014? Hindsight is 2020. Uh, by the way, don't drop Tom Brady after week four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Never count out Tom oh, Brady. Oh, by the and way, Bill Belichick. Don't drop Tom Brady after week four. I dropped him uh, in our NFL Fantasy Live League. Soap. Uh, because, you know, he played Kansas City in week four. I think he put up nine points, maybe less. He was awful the first four He was four terrible, weeks. and he looked terrible. And then, of course, right after week four, the guy starts exploding and, uh, week after week after week. And it, this was a situation where I absolutely needed a quarterback on my team. I think I was running Ryan Tannehill out there. Carson Palmer was running out. I think, and of course you know, I, I think Molly can relate to this. This is like an old Roberto Cavalli name brand dress mm. that you have oh. that you yeah. just store in the closet oh, okay. and oh, you bring okay. it out for later. Roberto Molly Cavalli can, never yeah. goes out of style. Well, guys, <laughs> yeah. if I could change one thing this year, it would have been fewer touchdowns. Bad help, no one! <laughs> oh, for this okay, week's list, go. let's yeah. hand it off to Adam Rank. Adam. Well done, Molly. That's that right. Good. Each week we take a look back at those unheard of players who robbed precious fantasy points from the guys we actually started on Sunday. It's a tearjerker from some curtain jerkers in a segment we like to call... Bad helps, no one! To the video! And we start in Santa Clara and Colin Kaepernick. We all gave up on him. We will not look at his long touchdown run. Instead, we will look at that. Bruce Ellington. What kind of dance? Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. You aren't nothing but two <laughs> things. Helps fancy, huh? and no one because <laughs> that helps no one. Philadelphia. Turn fancy it up. Pants. Big wheels keep on turning. Freddie, wait a minute. Why is he not rewarded with he played so well? Alfred Morris once again vultured by Daryl Young right there because why would you want to reward your uh, running back who's helping you out so much. I'll, I heard Mr. Young sing about it. Jay Gruden put him down. I hope Daryl Young will remember a Southern man don't need him round anyhow because oh, that helps no one. To the Meadowlands, uh -oh. Geno Smith. Dude, get off the field. We just want to see Tom or do this. That's fine. Okay. Throwing it right. On God. Oh, oh. On God. I will do you for your fantasy points. That is Jeff Cumberland. Cumberland. Actually, no, no, no. Oh, oh. Actually, you know what? I had to wear Cumberland boots for a year because this girl no, thought I was Timberland. a little bit taller. Timberland. Timberland. Oh, Timberland. sorry about that because Timberland. that helps no one. Uh, you the cool points. You know what? It was a pun, Molly. Everybody oh. else. Anybody who I watches Seinfeld got it. Here it is. Uh. I'm just going to call it out. Devontae Freeman sitting there running. I'm so glad the Falcons didn't use this guy all year. Why would you want a guy who's able to just run into the end zone when the other strategy that the Falcons had of just going for five wins and winning the NFC South works so well? Here it is. Yeah, we didn't see any of this all year. And there it is. He's running. Yep, nobody's stopping him. Thank you for keeping that on the bench all year because that helps no one. St. Louis, the local football club, wearing those L.A. Rams jerseys just to troll me. And the Giants are trolling us right here. I feel that every time they get inside the 20, they should have to throw it 
to Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> Instead, it's Orleans Darqua. And no, this wait, is not a real name. Come Bro. on. Is it, no, what do you mean? That's Please? his real name. Darqua. Oh, you're not going to go with Guys, a, sh- don't a Shrek the reference? No, no, he's no, the no, bad no, guy no. from Shrek. I wonder right? where he's from. That's what I want. I want to look up is where he's he from. Is he from Orleans? I think he's Nigerian. Okay. Oh, we'll strike up the band because that helps no one. Mercifully saving us as we go to Oakland. The Bills, D, and special teams, so good. Derek Carr has other ideas as he goes to Jamey's Ulawale. No, no, that is he's Nigerian, and I can't believe you just just butchered it. Destroyed his name. Well, maybe I'm sure. Maybe I'm Jamey's at the way he steals points all the time. (laughs) Maybe I'm Jamey's at the way he helps no one. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm Jamey's because that helps no one. Nigerian name right. Where was the Nigerian? Where we ran out of luck. Oh, look at Andrew Luck. He's like, I couldn't even do that one time. Not one time for Molly Q. I could not throw a touchdown into the end zone instead. Jim Sorgi in there. That was solid. That was a Jim Sorgi up to the Zerlon Tipton. And I say to that. That helps no one. Houston, the epicenter. Here it is, Arian Foster. Of course he throws the ball. Listen, if you're Bill O'Brien and your choices are Arian Foster or Case Keenum to throw the ball, of course you're going to go Arian Foster. Please do the heavy. In fact, Case Keenum wouldn't be in my top ten of Houston players to throw a pass. So here he goes. C.J. Fedorowicz, a sleeper for next season, but for this week, that doesn't help. Why didn't they spell his name so bad? That helps no one. That's a lot of variation. Did you see yeah, all the different spellings? Yeah. 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 I think yeah. Jimmy Speaking Cowell, of as a matter different of different spellings, Luke Wilson with two L's for some reason. All right, Devontae Freeman on there as well. Jimmy Clausen. I was saying Jimmy Clausen could have been world, an interesting son. guy. Jimmy Clausen, 14 points, starting 0.5% of leagues. Daryl Young. points than Robert Tom Brady. Woods. Tom Brady. Wow. Bobby Woods. Right. Oh, so much at fun the bottom of that Now, remember. You want to see your tweets featured on the show next year? Use the hashtag that helps no one when you see I'm a sad. fantasy score. That you helps. I'm sad. That helps no this one. Molly's not week paying attention. THN. Now you might see your tweet featured on the show. Now, the right show. now, we're going to go oh, with yeah. the Week 16 <laughs> Wall of Famer. Give it to me. Boom. Daryl Young. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, he's been on the board. He was well, our first no. guy. Let's listen, if you look oh. at the board, Aquaman, here we go. If you look at the the it, alpha it's, it's, and the omega, yeah. oh. that helps no one. Oh. Goes to the sort epicenter, of and of course, that makes there. sense. Huh? Now watch us again Friday on NFL Now and NFL alpha Network no as we reveal the that helps no one player of the year. Who do you guys think? You guys handicapping it? Who you guys uh, think? I, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, it's got to yeah, be a guy from yeah. San Diego State. JJ Gavin Escobar. Uh, got to be no. JJ Make sure Escobar. to come back for more NFL Brenton Fantasy Brenton. Live. And finally, we'll find out what's in this box. What is in that box? Don't box. Hello again. This is NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. 90% of NFL.com leagues crown their champ this week since week 17. A little hard NFC to predict. East. Yeah, pipe down. But for those leagues that continue, congratulations. Into week 17, we're offering up some favorable matchups to keep an eye on Fabs. Get us started, and I understand you're liking Jonathan Stewart, and he has an awesome matchup this week against Atlanta. And he is the featured back for the Carolina Panthers right now, going up against the Atlanta Falcons, who have one of the worst run defenses in the National Football League. They are uh, a very easy matchup to predict because when the running backs go up against Atlanta, typically they're going to produce for your fantasy football team. And Jonathan Stewart right now is not only playing for the Carolina Panthers playoff lives, but he's playing for next year, too, because this guy is talented, but he can never stay healthy. 
He's no DeMarco Murray, though. That's Dude, right. Gee, playing no with DeMarco. that broken hand. See, I can give credit where credit's due. Right. Shout out to DeMarco there. Akbar, how about Kelvin Benjamin? Same game. Same game. Same and, team. And that's same why matchup. I'm going with my helmet. A bit, oh, kind of this is hey, Akbar. Akbar. Is that just because you're so big? Yeah, Akbar. This is a size helmet. But no, but when you talk about Kelvin Benjamin, he's going This is a great matchup for Kelvin Benjamin. Going up against a secondary group that has really struggled all season long. And then they have an injury, of course. Their other cornerback, Robert Alford, he's down. He's out for this game. So now you look at this divisional matchup, going for that divisional league. Who's going to be first place in the NFC? Uh, well, least or whatever you want to call it, and South. South. But I say this: Kelvin Benjamin will have a big game. If you're playing Kelvin Benjamin, this mm -hmm. is your guy to determine if you're going to win the championship game. Consider it handled. Like, Dude, uh, it might like just be a keeper <laughs> as well. Adam, another secondary that's struggling is the Eagles. ODB is he going to tear him up? Absolutely. I know it might be a little silly to come out and say that Odell Beckham Jr. has a great matchup, but you know what else is silly? Playing a Week 17 championship there you game. Go. So oh, that's why I'm going to come out with a little bit of sad and let you know the obvious of both of those situations. But you know what? Putting this into next season, this to me should be the first receiver off the ball. I'm with you. No, no, no. He's the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever He's not Brad Hart. He's not there He's not there All right. Pipe down, you two. I love a little sass. For more favorable wow. Week 17 championship matchups, that wasn't it. You head over to NFL Now. You can check out on your favorite connected devices or by downloading the app for free on your phone or tablet for all our exclusive fantasy content. James? All right, listen. It is time now. It's finally time to open the gift from oh our boy. producers. The gift that us reveal. in the box. Let us reveal. What is in this box? What is in the box? Oh, shaky. You don't know what's in it. I think it could... Let's take a look. Alive? Let us take a look you here. You think it's a pet? <laughs> wow. What is it? Uh, listen, I'm going to listen, 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 listen. I am going to give you guys one final clue. Take a look. This is a new challenge. If, March he, doesn't get, if he doesn't get to 1,300 wait, wait, by week no, 17, then you wear, <laughs> no, then that, you wear that, high heels. No, that is not accurate. It's is March to 1,200 okay. by the end of week 16. The end, not the beginning of week no, 16? No, no. By the you end of week 16? You're going to be in heels, pal. What? <laughs> wait, hold on. So, what is, this too? is in the box? Please be uh, my size. Are your toes warm? I'm just wondering. My toes <laughs> are What's wrong with these? We do live in Los Angeles. God, these don't fit oh, at all. Well, you gotta take How your toe socks off. You're not even from Kansas. The toes. This is so what easy. Is Why do people on? think this is tough? No, let me oh, show this is you. So I can dance. Excuse like, me, what? Adam. What? Adam. What? Adam. What? I'm ice skating. He's this out of control. What's up? I can this ice. This is going to go. <laughs> this is going to go viral. Where do I look? I'm like a rock. By the way, DeAndre Hopkins was officially. You need to swish the hips. One, two, oh five. Yes, worth the hits. Wow. Receiving By the yards. way, worst kept secret ever. Like wow. I told you, you know what? Those you know what? Socks. Forget you, pal. Why do you think, dude? You guys, you, know, you, should, be, you should be happy. This is just a hot mess. Tuesday. It's the only way they fit. We're back with a recap of players who won and lost fantasy titles you know in Week 16. NFL Fantasy Live returns Tuesday, 4 p.m. Eastern on NFL Now, 5 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. If we haven't scared you away, this just happened. Because your socks are. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, 
you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.